We have been talking over the past, uh, as we mentioned, kind of eight weeks uh, with you and with our community about, about the idea that, that God is more than enough, and He is. And uh, starting next week, we're going to begin a three-week series on that very topic. Uh, but today, I, I want us to think a little bit about why it is that God is more than enough. And, and the, the real short answer for this is, is it's because of the resurrection. It's because of the resurrection. You see, you see, because God loves us and knows us. Now, that's the good news and the bad news sometimes. You know, he loves us, but he really knows who you are anyway. He knows us. He knows what we go through. He knows our struggles. He knows our sorrows. He knows where we're suffering. He knows where we're struggling. He knows all the good stuff of us and the tough stuff of us. And because of all of that, God made an amazing plan. One that we never would have come up with. But He did. This is His plan. I'm going to go to earth. I'm going to go down to my creation. I'm going to walk among them. I'm going to teach and demonstrate the love of God. I'm going to do that to all people everywhere that I can. In the midst of that, I know that I'm going to be rejected and and ultimately crucified, I'm going to die. I'm going to be buried. But then, be raised to new life. That's God's plan. I'm really thankful for a plan like that, because I didn't deserve a plan like that. Uh, you... Maybe you did. I don't know. <laughs> you know yourself. I look on myself and I think about all the crazy things I've ever done, all the ways I've lived my life, kind of focused on myself, and, and I say, why would God do that? And I'm very thankful. I'm thankful. And a plan like that gives me hope. Resurrection hope. This resurrection, hope, Apostle Paul tells us, is at the very core of the gospel message of Christianity. <laughs> he says in 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1, 3, 4, and 11, he says, Now, brothers, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you. For what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. That he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures. That is what we preach. And this is what you believed. It's the resurrection. This resurrection of Jesus that we celebrate today. It is absolutely essential to the hope we have. Because the reality is this. If Jesus has not risen from the dead. If he's not alive, everything we believe falls apart. The Apostle Paul tells us again in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. He said, if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless and so is your faith. If Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile. Fortunately, Paul goes on to say in verses 20 and 22, he says, but Christ has indeed been raised from the dead. The first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. 
For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead also comes through a man. For as in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive. The great truth and hope of the message of Christianity is that because Christ lives, we too can live. That's the message. It's resurrection hope. But what does it really mean for us? How, well, how does it impact how we live our lives and, and the way we function? Well, that's what I want to talk to you a little bit about today. I think there are some pretty distinctive things about that happens when we understand that we live within this resurrection hope, that the resurrection really does exist. First of all, I'll just share with you that there is resurrection. Hope changes our perspectives. First of all, there, there is just life beyond this life. When you begin to get that idea that, that because Christ lives, I too live, that because when I die, that is not the end of my life, but that there is life after life, it changes things. This world is not the end. See, if it were, we, we'd take on that kind of mentality that says, eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die. Paul makes reference to that. In fact, many in our day actually live like this. They say there's nothing more to life, so it doesn't matter how I live or what I do. Live for praise, pleasure. Live for today. Live for yourself. It doesn't really matter. Others, fortunately, in our world, Live for good, and they live for others. But they live with a mistaken belief that there is nothing more after this life. And so miss out on the greatest blessing. Because this life is not the end. There's more. There is life beyond this life. I had kind of an odd experience this morning. Um, I was kind of just laying in bed really early. The sun hadn't quite come up yet, and I, I was just kind of watching the sky change color. And, and uh, I was thinking about my mother. Um, this is um, the first Easter since my mother passed away. And um, that's a little different. First real close loved one that I've had that passed away. And as I began to reflect on her life and her faith and all of that stuff, I, I, I began to realize that it's Resurrection Sunday. And I certainly miss my mom, but, but I have a different perspective on life and death. Because I know there will be a day when, when I'm going to see my mom again. There is something after this life, that death is not the end. Norma and I were laughing about her grandmother passed away. We were uh, here at Good Friday service and we were singing a song and trying to remember the words of the song in Spanish. And she was telling me about that. Was her, her grandmother's favorite song. In la cruz, in la cruz, do primero vi la, la, la luz. Y las manchas de mi alma yo la ve. In the cross, in the cross. 
you know, that, that, that this is not the end. There will be a day when we see loved ones that have passed away, when we see the saints that have gone before us, when we see something different, and most of all, when we stand before God, we fall at His feet, and we worship with all creation this God who loved us so much. You see, believing in a resurrection gives us hope, not just for this life, but for the life beyond. Well, Norma and I have also found something else. We have found that not only is it, is it giving us a different perspective about eternity, it also gives us this sense that we can face our circumstances today differently. It changes how we see the stuff of life. We walk through sickness and struggle differently. We walk through and see heartache and sorrow differently. We see their people differently. Because this is not the end. Norma and I, we, we face her cancer and we know that this is not the end. Because we know there is something more. We have hope even in the midst of Difficult things. Our priorities change. Have you ever noticed that? Things that used to seem so very important no longer seem so very important. Things that used to really bug us. Anybody got any of those? You know, when we think about the fact that, you know what? It's all passing away. It doesn't bug us quite as much anymore. It changes. We begin to value people like we've never valued people before. Every person you meet, you begin to understand this is a resurrection encounter here. We see them more highly and ourselves perhaps a little more humbly because of the resurrection. Because there is something beyond this place. Our perspectives See, I also think, though, that that resurrection hope actually empowers our lives for this very day. We are not left on our own to just function and go through this life and say, oh, we just muddle through this life. One day we'll get to heaven finally. That's not God's plan. God came to give us abundant life right now, hope and help in every circumstance. See, I have this really crazy idea. And this is it. God is on our side. Now, not, not, you know, not on our side like we think we're in a, you know, whatever, but sometimes we get on that. I don't even want to go there. <laughs> Sorry. He's on your side. He's on your side. I like what Romans chapter 8 says. If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring a charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. And hear this. Who is he that condemns? Listen, listen to this. Jesus Christ, who died more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Resurrection life on our behalf. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? 
Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. See, God is on our side. Christ, who was raised from the dead, is interceding for you. That means he's, he's got the Father's ear. He's on your side. He's your advocate. He's the one who's arguing your case before God. We are not left alone. We are not left on our own. We don't have to face the stuff of life that comes our way with our own strength and our own power. Rather, we face it with the very power of Christ who was raised from the dead. He's on your side. He's helping you. No matter what comes, no matter what trouble, no matter what hardship, no matter what persecution, famine, nakedness, danger, earthly things or spiritual things, present, or future things. Anybody ever worry about the future? Maybe you're just trying to get through today. <laughs> right on through the highs and lows of life. <laughs> and I'd say that pretty well covers it. God is on your side. He's invested in you. He's interested in you. And he's helping us along the way as we live this life right now. His power, His strength, His resurrection in us. Now, <laughs> not only does it change our perspective and not only does the resurrection hope help us, empower us for life, but resurrection hope also invites us to believe. You see, life beyond this life and all this stuff that's always coming our way, we are forced in the midst of all of that to ask ourselves a question. How do I get to be a part of this resurrection life? How does all that happen? You see, belief and resurrection are inseparably connected. You can't separate them. It's the message of a love relationship with God. I like what Paul says in Romans chapter 10. He says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and, and get this, and believe in your heart that God, what did he do? Is it up there on the screen? Say that with him. What do you believe in your heart? That God raised him from the dead you will be saved. That's how important this resurrection stuff is all about for us. You see, our salvation, our very relationship with God, the power and help we need for this life, and the hope we have for the life beyond, is all resting on our belief in the resurrection of Jesus. Do you believe this? Do you believe this? This God, who is more than enough for you, 
invites you through the resurrection to walk in intimate relationship with Him through the stuff of this life. The Apostle Paul, he just tells us, it's as simple as confessing with our mouths that Jesus is Lord. You know that confessing with your mouth Jesus is Lord? It simply says, I want God to be the center of everything that I am. I don't want to be the center anymore. I want God to be the center of my life. He says, if you'll just confess that with your mouth, that Jesus is Lord, you're in charge. I'm not. I'm following you. You're not following me. I'm following you. And if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be The details of everybody's story is just a little different. But all of them revolve around these two things. Confession and belief. It was certainly true for me. I remember I was a freshman in college. Ah, This is going to really date me. I realized this morning. It's going to be 40 years this Christmas. I was a freshman in college, 1974. And I had been hearing people talk to me about this relationship with Jesus. But over the Christmas break, I I heard something in a song that so gripped my heart that I said, I believe this stuff. I need this stuff. I want this stuff. My life was different. Not perfect. Different. God-centered. Relying on God through all the stuff of my life. And if we went around and told our stories, many would have stories similar to that. Different. But revolving around this idea that we confess with our lips, Jesus is Lord, and believe in our hearts that God raised him from the dead. Do you believe that? I, I want to invite you to respond to that. I, I, you know, in the, uh, in the little cards that we, we passed out, if you grab those cards, would you? I, I just want to, I kind of just, I want to give you a chance to respond to that. There's a couple boxes that you can check there. The first one says, says I want to embrace the power of the resurrection in my life. Now, I would guess that every single person in this room would probably be able to check that box, but (laughs) I don't want every person in this room to check that box. I really want you, if you've never really said, I get it and I want it, that's for you. If you, like me, 40 years ago you did that, you don't need to check that box. But if today is one of those days when you just say, you know, I, I get the connectedness of this resurrection. If, I don't, if I'm not connected into Jesus and belief in the resurrection, and I, then I, I'm not getting it, but I get it and I want it. If that's you, I, I want to encourage you to just use that box and check that. You see, part of, part of how we respond to this is we believe in our heart that God's doing something. We believe that he raised him from the dead. And we confess with our lips. Well, checking a box like this is one of those ways, not the only way, but one of those ways that we say to other people, I'm confessing with my lips. 
Jesus is Lord. I want to go with him. I want to go his way. Now, the second box on there is, is for most of us, and it just simply says this. It says, please pray for the power of the resurrection in this specific area of my life. That is to say, we believe that the power of the resurrection is sufficient for all of us in every situation that we face. And, and if there's some way that we can be praying for you and walking with you in your spiritual journey, some way that we could just say, God, just help this one. Help this one with their marital relationship. Help this one with their job. Help this one with that brokenness in their heart. You know, just that's a place where you can mark that down. And we, as your pastoral team here and as a church, we believe in the power of prayer to change stuff. And we will pray with and for you. Now, here's the last one. The last one is one of those things because i got to tell you, I didn't always believe in the resurrection. I didn't get it. <laughs> It took a lot of people kind of talking to me. And sometimes you're here and you're saying, okay, good, I've read the thing and pastors kind of preach the stuff and, and I hear it, but I don't really get it. I've got some questions about the resurrection. You would not be alone to have some questions about the resurrection. And what we're saying here is we want to invite you into a conversation with us. We would love to talk to you about the resurrection. Why do we believe in the resurrection? How can anyone believe in the resurrection? We would love to have an opportunity to do that. And if that's you, and you're just saying, you know what? I'm interested in talking about it. I don't get it, but I'm interested in talking about it. We want to invite you to respond to that. You see, it's all about resurrection hope. What he offers us. Father, into your hands do we give all that we are. Resurrection life. It changes things. There is an eternity beyond. and One day we're going to be with you. Resurrection life empowers this day and we're thankful for that. Your strength. Your power. The power that raised Jesus from the dead is on our side. Lord, I'm so thankful to be a part of that. I pray, Lord, that uh, you would speak to hearts this morning about hope, about resurrection life, about newness, Lord, would you draw people to yourself in love? Remind us every day that because you live, we too can live. We find in you that you are more than enough for every circumstance, every situation, because your resurrection life lives within. So Lord Jesus, we give you praise this day. For you are risen, our Lord and Savior.